Welcome everyone to Business Talk. My name is David Shoup and I'm your leader through our journey together of entrepreneurship and all that it entails. This show, Business Talk, is all about what it sounds like. We're gonna be talking business and the ins and outs of small business ownership. This is the show for the entrepreneur. Whether you aspire to own your own business or already do, you may be looking for help. Maybe you have questions on how to start your new business that you've been dreaming about for years, but you don't know where to go. You don't know where to turn. So this is what this show is for. We are here to help you grow your business safely and more profitably. So whether you have questions on how to bring in additional employees or grow your wealth or what kind of mindset is really going to drive your business to the next level, that's what the show is for. But let's face it, as entrepreneurs, this is a stressful journey. Many business owners I talk to day in and day out have put it all on the line. Some have invested their entire life savings into their business and have gambled their very livelihood for a chance to succeed in their dream. This is definitely not easy. And so if you're going down this road, maybe for the first time, welcome to Business Talk, and I hope it helps. This show is all about the entrepreneurial way of life, plain and simple. We're talking business and all that it entails so I can help you succeed. During our time together, we're going to be talking about how to set up your new business, how to structure it, how to plan for the success of your company, hire employees, fund your venture, solicit investors, and how your mindset is such a critical and important part of growing your business. And we're going to be bringing in a whole bunch of experts for you guys as guests. We're going to be bringing in CPAs, HR consultants, financial advisors, business coaches, insurance brokers, and a whole host of attorneys related to small business ownership that will be here to help you run and operate your small business more successfully and more profitably. But before we continue, I want to tell you a little bit more about myself in case you don't know me or haven't met me yet. Like I said, my name is David Shoup. I'm a corporate and business attorney, and I help entrepreneurs succeed safely and legally. After serving in the United States Marine Corps for eight years as an infantryman, I joined my wife in the practice of law, and we decided to be entrepreneurs together. We now own and operate two law firms here in Southern California, both based out of the city of Marietta. One is Shoop Legal, an estate planning law firm where we help you plan today for peace of mind tomorrow. And the second is called the Veterans Business Law Group, where we serve the patriotic entrepreneur with all of their small business legal needs. Guys, if you got questions, I want you to send them to me. You can reach me via email at info at bztalk.net. You got questions, I've got answers. Shoot me your questions at info at bztalk.net. I truly believe that the life of the entrepreneur is a special calling. You guys need all the support you can get because, let's face it, the economy of this country is built on the backs of the small business owner. So consider this show my token of appreciation and way of teaming up together with you in your journey as an entrepreneur. And that's why I created this show. I wish I had something like this when I started my business. So during each show together, we're talking business. I'm going to be giving you, like I said, what I wished I had as a growing entrepreneur myself. So today we've got a lot in store for you. Today is all about your mindset and how powerful your mind is. It could transform your business, but so many people don't know how to harness their mindset and really understand it to lead and grow their businesses safely and more profitably. So don't miss out on a single minute of the action today. Ultimately, 
I want you to succeed, so let's talk business. So to help me cover this such incredibly important topic of mindset as it relates to growing your business, I have Jim McLaughlin here with me, a transformational business coach with Effective Action Consulting. Thank you so much, Jim. David, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and see what unfolds in our conversation. Tell me about yourself. What is it that you do? I've been uh, I've been engaged in this work for about 25 years at, uh, at a personal and professional level. And about 15 years ago, I decided to make it my career. I had so much success in creating a life beyond my wildest dreams, truly. I know that sounds cliche, but so true. I could not imagine having what I have now in my life. It's it's remarkable. And, um, and like I said, about 15 years ago, I decided to make it uh, make it my profession, make it my life's work to bring transformation to the business community because, you know, as you said about uh, our economy being on the backs of the small business person, you know, all of us spend so much of our, our time, our energy, our lives in what we do at work, whether we're a business owner, whether we're a manager within a company or whatever, whatever level we're at. And shouldn't that time be the time of our lives? And by that, I mean, you know, we're, we're happy, we're fulfilled, we're productive, and we're making a huge difference in the world as we do. One of the reasons that I love business is, um, or I would expand it beyond business to just organization, getting people working together towards a common cause has made all of the amazing things happen um, in this world from, you know, from the founding fathers of the United States to, you know, to the iPhone, to on and on, to this building, right? You know, it was people working together towards a common cause. Uh, and the more we can work together powerfully, closely aligned with a minimum of drama, the better the outcomes are and the more fulfilled our lives are. My first question is, what are the primary concerns that you address with your clients? That's a great question. Um, there, it, it's a, there's a wide variety of concerns. Mostly people uh, come to me because there's something, you know, maybe they've reached a plateau in their business and they just don't know what it's going to take to get to that next level. You know, maybe they want to, you know, they see themselves doubling their revenue, but it might look like doubling the amount of work they have to do to get there. And that's just not, a, that's not good math, right? So there's something in terms of maybe it's how they communicate or in leadership. And those are the two primary areas that I say that I work in is in how we communicate with our employees, with our, our marketplace, with ourselves, the, the conversations we have uh, with ourselves either late at night or in the middle of the day, whatever that is, you know, mindset, you mentioned that. So whether it's expanding their business through, you know, through building their employee base to, you know, whatever that challenge is, that's where we go to work. So I spend a good amount of time really interviewing my client to find out what is it that's, uh, you know, what their challenge is so that I can get to the, you know, what you might call the root cause. Because people may think their challenge is this thing, but it may be hidden somewhere else. It may be something that they haven't really considered or it may be masked by something that, you know, a generalization, you know? So I, I like to use the example of, of procrastination, right? That's a, that's a generalization. Procrastination doesn't exist as a thing. What's really going on is I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm supposed to be doing it. That's really what it is. And to say, stop procrastinating isn't really a solution, is it? No, because <laughs> if you've ever had that challenge in your life, oh, just stop, that's all I need to do. No, it's more deep-seated than that, more more underlying than that. 
Yeah, and, and one topic that you've covered, um, uh, that I've heard you cover before, that I just love hearing your take on, is the concept of integrity. Can you tell us about what integrity, what is integrity, really, but also how can that really change your business? Great. Uh, yeah, integrity, integrity means a lot of things to a lot of different people, or I should say it means different things in different contexts. And so we start out by, by working with the integrity from the standpoint of, well, what is integrity? Many, many people will say, well, it's doing the right thing or doing the right thing when nobody's looking or doing what you said you, would gonna do, you were going to do. And that's pretty close to how, how we, we work with it. Uh, because who you are is your word. You know, it's the promises that you make. As a business, what your business is, is what you, what you say it is to the community through your mission and your vision. And then it's up to you to keep your word, to honor your promises, to, to deliver on what you said you would deliver. Well, that works also for the individual. How do we represent ourselves? What do we say we're going to do? And then how effective are we at dealing with that? Uh, let me give another or give an analogy of how we think about integrity. So integrity is workability. It allows business to function at a higher level. So take this building that we're in. If this building wasn't designed properly and it wasn't and or it wasn't constructed according to the design and or it wasn't being used for its intended purpose, we would say that the building lacks integrity. And you don't want to enter a building that lacks integrity. Why? Because you can't count on it. You can't count on the building to perform its function. And if I can't count on the building to perform its function, well, bad things could happen, right? And I've got this concern. So we look at integrity not from a good, bad, right, wrong, a morality point of view, and that's often where it ventures, right? Doing the right thing, for example. It's doing what you said you would do, doing what you know to do, doing it the way that it was meant to be done. And when you can't, owning it, honoring your word is what we call it. So when I can't keep my word, and you know if you're playing a big game in life, there are times, and playing a big game is running a business, that's a big game. There are times when you cannot deliver on your promise. It's how you deal with that that defines, you know, in large part, who you are as a leader is how you deal with that. And you know how we learned as kids how to deal with when we didn't do what we said we were going to do. What happened? What did we do? What were our strategies? Mine was hide. Hope nobody would notice, right? Hope I don't get into trouble for it. And we bring those strategies kind of along with us because sometimes that's all we got. Because it's not comfortable to say, David, I, I didn't keep my promise to you. Hmm. You know, that makes me feel bad about myself. And that's where the morality kicks in. When we can take that out of it, and it's like, David, look, I didn't deliver. And I know there's an impact to you on my not being able to deliver deliver on time. And I want to talk about what's the impact of that to you. And I want to, I want to remedy that to the best that I can. So that in your eyes, I mean, the, the, the objective is that in your eyes, I'm somebody you can count on. Like, if I'm not going to keep my word, I'm going to let you know, and I'm going to take responsibility for it. So that's a foundational factor of, of leadership as, as we look at it. And look, it ain't easy, right? Because we, you know, we don't want to say we were, we, were, we were unable to deliver. It doesn't make us look good. And we like to look good as human beings, don't we? It's like, you know, I know I'm, I'm saddled with this, you know, story in my mind that, you know, I've got to look like I have it all together. Like, don't let anybody know because they're going to call you out on it and that's not going to look good. So, you know, we, we, you know, we dress properly. We put on a happy face even when we don't feel like it because that's kind of what we're supposed to do. Um, so that's how we look at integrity. It's really, I'm giving my word to deliver something to you. 
it may be you know taken out the trash right but it's but it's honoring your word because your word is who you are and if you look at it in the context of a business absolutely but when we look at it as individuals as well that's the source of power and by mm -hmm. identifying where what I call power drains are, where have I not kept my word and I haven't taken ownership of it? I've been taking responsibility for it. I haven't apologized if that's the appropriate thing to do in that situation. Then I'm like, I don't want to run it. I don't want to run into that person. You know, I'm going to avoid that person uh, rather than just taking it head on and saying, look, my word is important to me. Who I am is my word. I'm going to honor my word by doing whatever it takes to restore my integrity in the minds, in the, in the minds of others, but also for myself because that's where it really matters. Mm, so true, so true. So you can really be out of integrity with yourself. I mean, you know, when you say you're gonna do something and you don't, um, as a business owner, you can really experience that internal conflict. I mean, can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, sure, you know, when you said out of integrity with yourself, I think what comes up for most people is, I know I should be going to the gym three or four times a week or whatever it is, but I just, you know, and then there's fill in the blank right, about why that can, and why don't I have time for that, or whatever, whatever it is, right? So, and those are the things that we, well, we tolerate, right, a certain amount of out of integrity. And then when we go and present or represent ourselves to other people, if that's going on in the background, well, I'm going to, you know, as a coach, right, I'm going to hold them accountable for something they said when maybe I'm not doing it myself, right? What does that do to my credibility? What does that do for my, you know, to my power, really? I use the word power a lot because not power over, but when we're at full power, isn't life great? You know, like we have those, those moments all too fleeting or, um, you know, when we don't have them, we really want them, right? But to restore myself to full power, I, I, need, to, I need to own that. I need to find those things and then, and then take responsibility for that. Yeah, ab absolutely. That's such an important component of being a small business owner because if you have even one employee, guys, do not overlook this. This is such an important thing. But let's shift topics here um, to scaling. Okay, so you've worked with so many different businesses at different levels of their of their growth cycle, that kind of thing. But a lot of small business owners they want to grow their businesses. Okay, but they're not sure how and they struggle to scale. So how could someone? What would you do if someone brought this to your attention uh, and 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 regarding how to do this maybe more efficiently or better? Mm -hmm. Great. The you know, I said something about getting to the root cause earlier. It's really about finding out well, a couple of things. One is where do they want to grow? Where do they want to go? How do they want to grow? What, what are they looking for? What's the vision? You know, a vision is a, a, it's various definitions, but the one I use, it's a snapshot of some point in time in the future. What's it going to look like at the end of the year? What's it going to look like at the end of five years? What does my business look like? What does my life look like? So I've got that picture in my mind and that sort of feeling that go with, goes with it. You know, like when you're going to go on vacation, you can feel it, right? It's like that, right? Like having that be so vivid for you and, and present for you that it's, it's there. That's where you're headed. And you're going to get knocked off course from time to time, but you, you have that as an end goal. So that's an important part of, of scaling, like scaling to and for what? Like why is that important to you? What is the purpose of it? If it's just growth for the sake of growth, that's going to be difficult. But if there's meaning behind it, if there's purpose behind it, if, you know, every business exists to serve some community or some individual, there's a service that they need, even if it's a product, right, that's serving them in some way. And, the, and if we're not in touch with that, well, it's going to be difficult to 
to have that vision that's really going to happen because it's not tied to, to success. That's one aspect of it, vision, and then a plan to get there. Right? It's one thing to have that vision. All right, what are the steps to take? Right? And then so breaking that down into, as I look at it, you know, what do I need to do today to get to that goal five years from now? Because goals that are way out there in the future, a vision that's way out there in the future, without like, what's my next step? It's just a pipe dream, right? Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. You're going to get to the end of the year and go, well, I'm not as close to my goal as I thought I was going to be. I think yeah, maybe, so true. maybe so true. you know, maybe I'm in the wrong business or, you know, it becomes <laughs> difficult. So it is coming up with a strategic plan and, you know, right down to a weekly plan so that I know what I need to be more accurately than maybe today, but this week, because we can think easily in terms of what needs to be accomplished this week. And we're dealing with whatever's going on in our business at the time, the fires, the, you know, the more immediate needs, right? And if we're not spending any time or any mental energy, any focus on where we're headed with our business, then that's, that's going to make it a lot more difficult to scale. Um, you know, leadership. Without leadership, being, you know, being, having that vision, and then looking to see what are the conversations I need to have internally and externally to have that future become a reality. What are those conversations? And how do I have those conversations? I hear uh, people commonly say, and I've said this myself, what is it I need to say? Right? And it's more about as I said, who do I need to be? Like, how do I need to look at this situation? And this is a mindset transition. How do I need to look at this situation so that I can act on it? How do I need to see it? How do I need to look at it so that I can mm -hmm. act on it in a way that gets the result that I'm looking for? You know, mm -hmm. not from a selfish point of view, but what's best for the business. Right. Because, hey, what's best for the business is probably what's best for me as a business owner. <laughs> and on the other hand, sometimes it's not because sometimes you have to take actions you'd rather not take you know, disciplining an employee or, you know, I, I don't know, a variety of things, but that's a tough one. Confrontation. That's one thing that a lot of people don't like to deal with. Even attorneys, I'm shocked. Attorneys will tell me more often than anyone else, <laughs> I don't like confrontation, which is a, a real shift for me because isn't that what being an attorney is? And no, I, I've learned otherwise, but it's, it's, it's kind of funny. So a lot of people will avoid that confrontation because it's risky. They don't know how it's going to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's, uh, I got to talk to you about mindset. And I know you've already been talking about this a little bit, so let's dive in a little bit more. How can a business owner's mindset or even the perception of the business itself really impact the growth of their company? Yeah, it, mindset is an interesting word. Um, it's not, it's a word that's out there, sort of publicly. Everybody knows you got to have the right mindset, but how do you do that? Right, so it's it's a difficult it's a difficult from that perspective. So, um, but what I'll I'll use instead a word that I uh, that I like is paradigm, and we, so we that's another word that's out there and, and and we know what it is. But I think of it and maybe more accurate, or maybe more useful, is to think of it as a filter through which we see the world, a filter through which we see the situations we're dealing with, and what comes through the filter are our options. You know, here I'm faced with a situation, I'm looking at it from a particular mindset, I'll go right back to that. And my mindset gives me, it's like a, a filter or maybe better a lens, a lens that's distorted. And some things I see clearly, maybe magnified, some things I don't see so well, maybe they're blurred, some things I don't see at all, they don't make it through the filter. So a particular mindset is going to give you a set of options, a particular set of options. If, if you're faced with a situation over and you can't seem to make any traction, 
on it. It could be that you have the wrong mindset. The, actual, the actions that would make the most sense or would be the most effective are the ones that are blurred, right? Are the ones that are uh, unmagnified, whatever the opposite of magnified is, right? So by changing the mindset, you're changing the filter or another analogy, analogy I like is a palette if you're painting, right? You've got your palette of eight colors or whatever you got. If that's not gonna get you the picture you want, maybe a new palette come in and you have different choices that you didn't see to take before, right? So how do you go about doing it? How do I change my palette? How do I change my lens? Well, part of it is recognizing the mindset that you do have. And that's difficult because our mindset is our reality. It's just the way it is, right? And we don't go through life like, I wonder if, I wonder if this is the true reality or it's my mindset. You know, we just don't operate that way. We operate like, and you've probably run into this, you know, some, and you've probably run into that, what you run into is that people have different realities, right? They have different mindsets. People see the same situation differently. Same situation somebody can see and know exactly what to do. Different mindset. Hmm. Other mm -hmm. people, uh, I don't know, that's foreign to me. That looks like confrontation to me, right? And so people shy away from it or find some other solution. So that's how I look at mindset. It's really like the, the, the importance of it is that I can only see what my mindset allows me to see. Wow. So your perception of, of a situation or even your business itself could really impact everything. Oh, yeah. And yourself, yourself, <laughs> yourself, <laughs> self, right? Like, what am I capable of? What am I good at? What am I not good at? Right. That's a mindset. And we don't often have that conversation. It's just there. And things happen in life that rattle that. Right, and this is this is really how I got into this business. I've been blindsided so many times, and and uh, about 25 years ago, most significantly, that I said I got to figure out what I'm doing wrong. The strategies I had been using to get through life worked up to a point, and then they like I got nothing. I got nothing. I what am I doing wrong, or what am I not seeing? Right, and that got me on this journey to really look at what do I want to have happen, and what are the conversations I need to have? Who do I need to be? How do I need to, who do I need to be for myself? Mm -hmm. Right? Like what's the version of myself? A lot of different ways of saying this, but who do I need to be? What version of myself? How can I be that guy, right? Like that has the wife and the kids and the successful business when I don't even I don't even know how to get there. Mm -hmm. Right? But when you take it on like that's what's important to me, I'm gonna make that happen. Uh, and I'm going to figure out how to make it happen. Then the mind opportunities for mindset shifts come along the way. Difficult to explain because it's a conversation. Uh, this is the work that I do. You know, we dig into some of the principles that are underneath causing the mindset that you have. And all right, how do I alter that? Right. Part of it is recognizing what's there, because if you don't recognize what's there and replace it, it's like. Uh, I don't know, icing on a mud pie or something, it still doesn't go down very easy. That's so true what you're talking about because when I talk to small business owners all the time, they'll tell me, David, I don't really have a real business. It's so small, it's just me, it's not even a real company. What you're saying is that kind of perception could change everything in regards to how they, how they perform, who are they talking to, and just everything in regards to their growth. Would you not agree? Oh yeah, I, I, it's not a real business. I would say, you know, I'd go, well, tell me more about that. What does that mean, right? You know, tell me, because that is what 
reveals what's really going on there. I mean, you could imply, right? It's you can imply that um, I don't know, kind of drawing a blank all of this, but you can imply stuff from what what that means, right? And you brought that up because it doesn't sound like a very healthy mindset. Mm -mm. Right? Yeah. So obviously options are limited. I'm not going to take risks is, is what that implies to me now that I'm, my yeah. mind's a little cleared up. Uh, yeah, I'm going to maybe be a little hesitant. Well, it's not a real business anyway. Right? So maybe that brilliant marketing strategy is not for me. That's for somebody else, which may just be a way of playing it safe. Mm. And that's a really popular mindset, by the way. Perhaps you've used it. <laughs> we yep. all have. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You brought up something just the other day that I heard in terms of we naturally, kind of biologically, if you will, avoid risk to try to avoid the unknown, right? Avoiding the unknown to be safe. But that can really damage a business owner's growth potential. Yeah, it's the illusion of safety, right? You know, I think about, uh, you know, thousands of years ago, uh, it was really dangerous, like literally dangerous out there, right? We had to go out and hunt for, you know, for the game and risk our lives and, and risk survival because, you know, you might get hurt out there, you might run out of food out there. Uh, and as uh, things have gotten better, I guess that's arguable, <laughs> we've got food and shelter handled, right? There really isn't much that really threatens our life. At, at, on a daily basis, right? When's the last time you felt like your life was threatened? Probably maybe back in the military, but you know, <laughs> lately, right? In you know, in California, right? It it doesn't happen, and yet we still have that response whenever something comes up that well, I don't know how it's going to go, right? And the analogy I, or the story I like for for the the hunters is you know if you're out there on the savanna and you're you're hungry, it's been a while since you've eaten and you see this fruit tree, but you don't recognize the fruit. Hmm, that looks really good, but I don't know, I've never eaten that before. Well, the, the, the person who's carefree and goes and eats it might be dead in 10 minutes, right? The person that says, I don't know, maybe I'm gonna wait a little longer and maybe I'll find something I do recognize. That person survived, right? So their genes went into the gene pool, whereas the person that was careless, that just ate anything they saw, got out. So over time, you know, it got bred into us to be cautious about the unknown. Because if, it, if I don't know what it is, it might kill me and then game over. But I can probably tolerate the discomfort of being hungry a little bit longer or the discomfort of not having my business do very well a little longer instead of going for it. One common concern I hear from a lot of business owners, let's switch topics a little bit, is people have trouble connecting with their employees. They just don't get it. So what kind of advice do you have for someone experiencing this type of uh, communication issue? Don't expect anybody to be like you. It's the first thing that comes to mind, is that's often what happens. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, you've got a particular mindset, you've got a particular way of looking at uh, situations or, or the business that you're in that may be you know, one thing common about entrepreneurs, or so it's said, is that they're less risk averse than, than the average person, than those who are not willing or interested in going into, into business for themselves or taking on something that they've never, they've never taken on before. So part of it is recognizing that they're not like you. And uh, time and time again, I've heard people say, you know, I, it's a very small business. Maybe they haven't hired anybody yet. Um, you know, they want to find somebody that's, that's just like them. And I say, well, you know, would you settle for 80%, you know, or 
because you're probably not going to find you out there. But if you can find somebody that would do 60% of the level of work that you do or something like that, would that work for you? And then, you know, of course, they go, oh, well, I guess it would. The, the point is knowing what you can count on, right? Like if, if I know, I know that if I can count on, um, you know, this person doing 60%, right, then I can pick up the rest or I can find somebody else. So that's part of it is recognizing uh, that you're not going to find somebody just like you. And then if not, then what am I looking for? So it provides some clarity on that. So let's say someone has got uh, some questions uh, for you or would like to get in touch with you. How would they best reach out to you? Well, our website is EffectiveActionConsulting.com. And my name's Jim McLaughlin. And so I'm Jim at EffectiveActionConsulting.com. Well, thank you so much, Jim, for your time. Guys, we have covered a ton of stuff in our show together today. We've covered you know, mindset and leadership and communication and so much more that every single entrepreneur needs to get much more familiar with, even down to the base, just perception of yourself, integrity with others, integrity with yourself, and perception of your business. So I really encourage you uh, to, to reach out to Jim, ask him your questions, and really it'll really transform your business. So re as a reminder, if you have any questions about any of the content we've covered today, please reach out to me via email. You can reach me at info at bztalk.net. That's info at B is in Bravo, Z is in Zulu, talk.net. Uh, hopefully this has been helpful for all of you out there. Uh, so reminder to all my entrepreneurs, take care, stay safe, and good luck building each of your empires.